Hi, welcome to this Property Life podcast. My name is Mark Winship, and this week I am joined by the wonderful Michelle Wales for a special mindset episode all about having an abundance mindset. This is one of the qualities that I have found in common with all of the amazing people that I've been lucky enough to interview on this podcast so far. And in this episode, you will hear myself and Michelle sharing our own experience on how an abundance mindset can help you to create opportunities that other people simply overlook. It couldn't be a better time to explore this topic with the UK property market still red hot right now across vast swathes of the country and competition for investment deals being at a record high. We've got loads to get into, so let's get started. Hi, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. Um, I'm joined by Michelle Wales. Hi, Michelle. How are you doing today? Hey, Mark. I'm great. How are you keeping? Good. Yeah, really good. Thank you. Um, We're uh, we're back for another mindset mindset special. Another Um, one. Another one. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Back by popular demand. Absolutely. Um, But but it's funny. I think actually we probably need to. either remind our regular listeners or or if you're listening to the podcast for the first time, just um, give a bit of background really on what we're trying to achieve with these episodes because um, it might on, on face value seem like uh, a strange thing that we're dedicating so much time to talk about mindset on a property podcast mm-hmm. um, and, uh, and, and just sort of yeah, just what what what's our what are our goals behind doing this? What are we trying to get across? And I know that, um, I, I I feel so privileged. All the people I've met, I've been able to speak to through doing this podcast since we we started um, pretty much a year ago now um, has been. You know, I've learned so much from from the experience, and we've had such a diverse range of guests and people that we've we've been able to speak to and learn from and share experience with, which has been fantastic. But inevitably, you get sort of drawn into thinking, well what is it that connects everybody? So, you know, everybody that we've had on has been really successful, but they've also had completely different experiences. They've come into it from different circumstances and for different reasons. And, you know, they've gone about things in completely different ways. So, it, but it, but it's human nature, I guess, to try and see a pattern in something. And totally. if you're looking to try and find patterns in well, everybody gets in, you know, the, the only way you can succeed in property is if you've got loads of money. Uh, the only way you can succeed in property is if you're, you you live in the right area where, where it, you know, you just happen to get lucky and it works in that area. You know, all of those kind of circumstances, background, it would be impossible. You would just not find any common ground between anyone that we've spoken to. Definitely. The only common thread that seems to run through is is the mindset and people's attitude and approach to life in general, but how they go about investing, how they how they look upon their investment journey. Um, and I think that's why this is such an interesting area to therefore target and delve into is because mindset just runs as a consistent thread. So how people go out and deliver their property strategy is completely different, but Absolutely. they're all coming from the same place in terms of, their mindset approach to it is do you agree with that is that what you find as well absolutely and I think it's um it's one of those funny ones because I don't think it matters where you are in your journey you're going to have to have the 
the right mindset and and, and that sounds like such a um flippant thing to say because it's like it's like assuming that your mindset is always the same but i think it's like i think just even having done it like you know been um doing the property uh, thing for a few years now it's like your mindset at the start is um one thing you know because that's all about just really like the belief the desire like getting going um, you know, you've not really experienced anything property related, or you might have in the past, but you're like kind of going for it again. But it's like that things are going to just start happening and things are going to change and you're going to have all these different challenges, all these different plates spinning. And the one thing you've got to continuously work on and develop, I think, is your mindset so that you're just set up to be able to just roll with that journey. Because I think it's one of those things where it's like, um, you know, even not necessarily talking about property, um, businesses as such but it's like you know some businesses within the first is it like one to three or one to five years will will fail and I think a lot of that stuff can be even just the simple thing of mindset you know and not really just like setting yourself up and understanding that um you're going to actually have to go through so many different things to be able to actually come out of the other side and be like oh right okay you know um and I don't think you would ever be saying we're there yet because I think you'll always be going but Exactly. I, think the main, I think that's why because property is you know like we always say it's um it's simple but it's not easy yeah. so you absolutely have to have that mindset uh, conditioned and constantly working on it because you're going to go up and down like a yo-yo basically <laughs> yeah you're absolutely right there's no end destination to it either yeah. is there you have to be constantly working on it because you know the realities of running a business the reality of investing in property is that you know you will face challenges you will face hurdles and this the premise behind the whole podcast has been around being honest and being pragmatic and warts and all and you know yeah not trying to create this kind of perception that, that this is this is all going to be easy and it's all going to be glamorous and yeah. therefore you know let let's let's be honest right here and now about the conversation we had before clicking live and record yeah. on this episode you know we're both you know just we don't get to catch up as often as we would like but when we do it's you know, oh God, I've been having trouble with this. And it's, you know, the challenges we've been facing here. I've had a really, really stressful month trying to get a project across the line. I know you're launching a new service accommodation unit with all of the moving pieces that come along with that. And so okay. hopefully the other the other reason, the other benefits talking about this stuff is that people will be able to relate to it. People will be able to empathize with our experience and also understand that that's just normal that's, yeah. that's part of the game yeah. and it's not we're not sitting here suggesting that we've mastered all of this and we've just got this ultimate mindset that is never shaken you know always in the floor yeah exactly yeah zen zen <laughs> investors uh, it's it just needs constant work and consistency and um you know we we all face those challenges so i think that's hopefully what we're we want to sort of tackle these these mindset topics head on. So I genuinely believe that obviously the background I come from is in coaching and in sport. And yeah. I've, I've believed for a long time that these are skills that you can learn in just the same way as you would acquire knowledge about um, bridging loans or about, you know, service accommodation regulation, whatever it might be, you can learn the skills. And the best way to do that is from people who are, doing what you're doing and understand Definitely. where you're coming from. Definitely. No, I couldn't cool. agree more. <laughs> so 
topic for today what i thought would be really useful for us to talk about and hopefully useful for people to hear about um is around having an abundance mindset so why i thought that was a a relevant topic at the moment is you know there are a, a, a lot of challenges in the property market right now you know there are certain things happening um and the way that the market has, resp has responded to events over the last 12 to 18 months that makes some aspects of property investment quite challenging but there yeah. are also a lot of opportunities out there so on the one hand it would be easy to look at the the market conditions it would be easy to look at the economy and come up with a lot of reasons as to why this is not a good time to invest or why this is a difficult time to invest yeah. whereas on the flip side of that you and I know we're doing deals as we speak, and you and I know countless other people who are out there finding deals, doing great deals. So those opportunities are out there. And so, again, yeah. it, it's sort of you come back to thinking, well, how much of that is down to your mindset and your attitude towards the current market? And, and, everything? and so the idea of having an abundance mindset as opposed to a scarcity mentality. Yeah is kind of the fact that an abundance mentality revolves around the idea that there is plenty plenty to go around totally. effectively and we know that at the moment there's a lot of competition in the market that there is um a lot more um demand than there is supply so um it's you know it's there's a lot of competition around viewings. There's properties that are selling overnight and sometimes selling before you've even had a chance to get up and see them. And so it'd be easy to sort of respond with a scarcity mentality. And a, an abundance mentality is more around um, looking for the opportunities and even creating those opportunities. Exactly. So is that idea of an abundance mentality, does that resonate with you as well? And how do you, how do you find yourself... Um, you know having to challenge yourself in that area in your own your own investment journey so i think firstly i think it's a great topic because to be honest i think even for the hope is that most people who are listening have maybe heard of this like the difference between like your abundance and scarcity mentality yeah. but see to be honest like um like even before i got into property it was probably something or before i started looking at mindset stuff it was something that i didn't even think about yeah. and it's like for me it's now such a big thing where um you know sometimes it's like it can be from the simplest thing like it can be even from a conversation with like one of your trades people even on on something you're working at you know where you might you might react in a certain way but actually what you've got to think is like what is that what message is that sending out in terms of like where you are as a person where you are with your mindset um and, and I'm, a, I'm a big believer in probably the stuff that is a bit like um, more woo-woo in terms of like the universe and all that and tre treating people in certain ways. And I am quite into that. But I think that like it's still such a tangible thing where, you know, if you if you have a kind of scarcity mindset, the chances of you actually physically going out and doing something is is like massively reduced because you're not in the mindset to say, well, do you know what? The, the market is tough at the moment. But I'm mm. going to maybe like look at different ways of doing something, be a bit more creative, change my tact a little bit and do something else to just find what is going to work. So I think it's yeah. like it's such a big thing. And I think it's something as as an investor, like you definitely need to be switched on to and understand, like not just, um, you know, not just in searching for deals, but just in the way that you conduct yourself with 
your fellow, you know, your fellow tradespeople, network, whoever it may be, because all of these things are kind of interlinked, you know, in terms of um, how you treat people. Um, so I, th I think it's massive, to be honest. Um, yeah. Just knowing the difference and, and being really conscious of it in your day to day. So, so what is it then? And and, and just as importantly, what what isn't it? In the sense that I've I've said before on the podcast, I don't believe in things like the law of attraction. Um, <laughs> you know, I, in the sense that the premise behind it, because I think it's I think it's disempowering. I think it's potentially dangerous. If, if the take home message from all of this is that if I believe in something enough and I sit in my my living room and I, and I want it hard enough, it's just going to fall into my lap. Yeah. And yeah. that's not what, in my mind, that's not what an abundance mentality no is all about. It's not about just because I believe there are opportunities doesn't mean that they're just going to fall out of the sky. What an abundance totally. mentality is all about, it's, it's underpinned by that absolute resolute belief that there are opportunities out there and I have the skills and the resources to uncover them. You Definitely. Know? And, and therefore, it's, it's, and it's backed up by your action. And backed up by your actions, exactly. Therefore, <laughs> what am I going to do with that? You know, what what yeah. am I actually going to go out and do? Because you know, um, yeah, it, I, I wouldn't want anyone to take away the message from this. Is that yeah? All you've got to do is just think positively and yeah. you know be optimistic, and and things will just happen for you. But at the same time, look at the what's the alternative? If you have a scarcity mentality, then you know, where you see block, where all you see are blocks and all you're doing is getting in your own way, yeah. then that is um, that is not going to inspire action. An abundance mentality inspires action because you genuinely believe that you are on the cusp of finding the next opportunity. Definitely. And those opportunities are abundant and there's plenty for everyone to go around. You've just got to know where to look for them and you've got to know what to do to uncover them. Exactly. And I think that's the thing. I think it's like, like, that's what I sometimes think is, um, you know, the, the kind of um, the stuff that's in your mind. I think it's sometimes it's just, it's like the mindset has to be right to allow you to take the action to go out there and do it. And yeah. I think if you've not, you know, if you're, if you're, it's, it's like, it's so easy to get discouraged. But the minute yeah. you are feeling discouraged, you can bet yeah. you're not phoning and following up offers you can bet you're not going out and just you know pounding the streets and talking to people and I think that's what's what the funny thing is is if you're you know if you're open to things happening and you know that things happen if you're present and you do the things that you're supposed to do it, it, that is when the universe will work for you because someone will just walk past and you'll be able to have that conversation about something or you know and but that only happens with the action behind the desire you know it is and it's yeah. all driven from the action but it's just knowing that in order for you to be able to unlock the action to be able to take it your head your abundant mindset yeah, exactly. needs to be totally yeah. in tune really <laughs> yeah you've got you, you you can only plant seeds into fertile ground right and we've totally. said that before as well this is all about creating that fertile ground within your mindset so that you are in a position to recognize and capitalize on on those opportunities yeah and i think the the pandemic and lockdown and everything that's happened to to everybody on a personal level on business level over the last 18 months or so has taught us a lot about um, abundance versus scarcity and yeah. you know look at 
countless success stories of where local businesses you know i'm really talking you know small businesses in your community that yeah we we were all reeling for a while when the lockdown measures were were introduced and there's a lot of businesses that have um you know had 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 been forced into into really quite dire straits and and, yeah. and that's obviously tragic but equally there's so many so many case studies so many stories of businesses where they've been able to pivot where they've been exactly. able to reinvent themselves you know cafes that are able to switch or seemingly in the grand scheme of things overnight to takeaway services or yeah. have had an app developed so that people can order online and do a click and collect situation so Definitely. you know they've been able to pivot and been and that that is born of that that mindset so you know would they have would they have come through lockdown so successfully um had they just sat and hoped for the best of course not yeah but yeah. you know we all have that that wobble that moment of our oh, christ what are we going to do but then you rally round and you believe that there's an opportunity somewhere it's just how are we going to pivot and how are we going to exploit that and how are we going to make Definitely. the most of that and the thing is as well is like um you know i know especially when you're part of a network of people who are all you know doing what we're doing i think the network is so important yeah. for for many reasons um and i know if you're you know even even right now if you see someone get you know two three four deals accepted again it can force you into that situation of feeling a bit disheartened and you fall back yeah. in your scarcity mindset but i think yeah. what people have to also remember is nothing here is a race and you're in it for the long haul so like you basically it's like you have to keep that momentum and you have to not be discouraged so even if you've had what feels like a period of time where you basically just had nothing just you have to really trust that you have to just keep going and keep breaking through those barriers and yeah. I think that's um I think that's like a massive thing and I think again it's like with the with the network thing I think even that can be related to like an abundance mindset yeah. because again if you're if you're the kind of person who has not been used to you know sharing your experiences and um, being open and being willing to just share the good and the bad you know even that stuff can be a little bit of a scarcity mindset because sometimes it can be like you're too, you're too scared to let people know what you're doing or you're too scared to let people know oh you know about this thing over here but i think you've you've got to just think about that even in your interactions with your network because even that stuff you know being open to conversations and with with various different people making sure you're speaking to loads of people even yeah. that in a way is like linked to your abundance mindset you know if yeah. you're not doing simple things like that that can really you know stagnate your growth or or just get you in a bit of a hole really you're on your and own it's like the, fir the first time you find out that um or you put a face to the fact that someone else is investing in your investment area yeah so yeah. you, you kind of know yeah. logically that there are bound to be other investors but they're, they're they're faceless and then then you meet someone who's also investing in your area and in some way you know the scarcity element kind of kicks in and it's tempting yeah. to be threatened by that or to feel that actually i want to keep that person at arm's distance you and i will have will have experienced quite the opposite which is that the benefits to you and to that other person of getting to know each other working closely together communicating far outweigh any totally. any fairly unlikely scenario where you end up actually bidding each other against yeah. each other on, 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 on exactly. a particular property um, exactly. there are opportunities out there 
Oh, definitely. And it's it is so funny because like even when we you know, when we first um started our investing investment journey, I remember even just where we started looking. We still um you know, we still work here now. It's I remember people just saying, Oh, it's it's saturated, you know, there's so many investors, you'll never get any deals. And then some of the deals were like, How do we even get them? Like and and you know, but then by the same token, I've seen other investors who are kind of in the same area and I'm like I don't even think I've viewed that one, you know? So like, you've got to just realize that if yeah. you're in it and you're doing your thing and you're looking, because everybody's also got different criteria, you know? So you just have to really, I think that's one of the important things as well is like, it's it's kind of like related to so many things, but it's, what are you about? What is it that you're looking for? And, yeah. you know, you might not be the same as the next investor. And, and actually what you don't realize is, there's always been loads of investors going around. It's yep. just because you because you're in a network and you're now surrounded by them. You're like, God, every, everybody invests, so there must be nothing for me. But yeah. if you were outside of this network, you hear very little in reality yeah. about investing. Yeah, so yeah. that can be yeah. the danger of being in a network. Because suddenly you think like every man and his dog is investing, and they're not really, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. There's a there's a famous quote. Um, I'm fairly certain it's a Warren Buffett quote. I might be um, attributing that wrong. Um, but observe the masses and go in the other direction. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, in terms of like finding opportunity. And so I, I, um, I recently interviewed um, uh, somebody for the podcast, Asad Tariq, um, who is a commercial um, investment expert. And um if you haven't listened to that episode already and you want to know what an abundance mentality really looks like, then jump onto that episode because, you know, to, uh, Assad is a, is an abundance mindset, mindset personified. Um, and where, you know, wherever he's always got his nose to the ground, looking at where the market's going, look at where the economy's going and finding opportunities inside and outside of, of, of property. And I think that's, that's the kind of mindset is the mainstream media. There's a lot of scaremongering um, and there's, you know, so you'll be reading, you, you can't pick up a newspaper at the moment without reading about, you know, the housing market and oh, yeah. the competition and, and all that side of things. So it's like you said, Michelle, it's being able to being prepared to do what the masses aren't doing. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, if you're looking to source buy to let uh, properties, are you, developing those relationships with agents um, and, and looking to um, reduce the competition by getting access to off-market deals or deals that are very new to the market. Are you speaking to people within the neighbourhood? Are you putting leaflets through doors to try and get direct-to-vendor conversations started? All yeah, these no. kind of things that, you know, a, someone looking, a, a young professional couple looking to buy their first home together are not going to be leaflet dropping the area. No, exactly. You know, they're, they're going yeah. to be going to right move. And if that's all you're doing, yeah. then you, you, then, then yes, you, you, in a sense, you are conforming to the scarcity mentality of, uh, it's just so hard to buy a property right now. And, uh, you know, you have to pay over the odds, over the asking price if, if you want to secure something. Yeah. So it's yeah. about, it's about observing what the masses are doing sometimes and being able to move in a different direction and looking for the opportunities outside of that. That's what an abundance Definitely. mentality is all about. It's giving you the belief that there are opportunities out there. I've got to go and not just find them or not just hope that they fall into my lap, but I've got to create them. 
Yeah, I've absolutely. got to create those opportunities by speaking to people, by pivoting my strategy, by going about things a little bit differently. That's exactly. that's the what I hope would be the take home message from all of this. Yeah, and know and know that it will happen. You know, it's like yeah. you can't you can't continuously take action and build relationships and be putting in all that effort and nothing happen. So yeah. it's like, but you've got to have the faith like that yeah. that is the way it's going. And you've got it's like that whole thing of being able to just deal with rejection yeah. day in, day out. Because even even, you know, we would even know like um like you, you you know you could be in theory you could be struggling for months weeks yeah. years whatever it may be but it's like how strong is your desire um you know to go in that direction to actually commit to what you're doing and to just really work on those relationships really build that network like how strong is that desire and i think it's just again it's just making sure you understand what you're trying to get out of it and you yeah. know not not being disheartened if in the first six months you've got no deal and you're like i'm still looking i've got nothing it's like well you know it's nobody said this is going to be like an overnight thing you know you've got to you've got to really really put in um yeah up, you know i mean most people start off doing this alongside a full-time job but you have to yeah. be there and be present and be yeah. familiar to people you know almost to the point where People know it's you when you're phoning because even if it's just a checkpoint or a conversation, you know, they're like, oh, I remember you. Yeah, you're this person or whatever yeah. it may be. You know, you've got to be known. You've got to be there. Yeah. And it's about checking, challenging yourself, isn't it? Because I don't think that this is a light switch. I don't think you either have an abundance mindset or you have a scarcity mindset. We all yeah. have moments when totally. you find yourself responding with a scarcity mindset. That doesn't oh. mean to say that that's you know, this is not one or the other. So it's about yeah. check and challenge yourself. Be aware of the language that you're using. Be aware of your mindset, you know, at all times and try yeah. to try to challenge yourself to approach things with with an abundance mindset. And, and I think a lot of that comes down to being focusing on controlling the controllables. Definitely. Because people with a people with it or, or when we show a scarcity mindset, we then attribute other people's success to things outside of their control. So you might yeah. see someone like you said on social media, who's done a load of really good deals and with a scarcity mindset, we might look at that and go, well, they got lucky. Um, maybe they've got just loads of money and they can offer over asking price and it's all right. It's all right for them. Um, you know, or maybe just, you know, deals fell on the lap, whatever it might be. Whereas the reality is likely to be that, 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 that particular person put a huge amount of action and effort and and they they focused on the things that they can control and when we have an abundance mentality you focus on well i can't necessarily control the economy i can't control the property market but yeah. building on my belief that there are opportunities out there plentiful opportunities out there i need to focus on the things that i have control over which Definitely. is my my actions who I speak to, my strategy, what I choose to spend my time on, where I choose to direct my energies. I have control over all of that, you know, and it's yeah. in, that's that for me is what it's all about. Control the controllables and, you know, try to have an abundance mentality as much as you can. So it's like I said, it's not 
it's not something that is like a, a, having a scarcity mindset. It's not a disease that you end up being cured from. You know, yeah, we, yeah. we have yeah, to be challenging ourselves. And we all have days. Oh, we said it at the totally. start. We have days when we wake up and we go, you know, what? what remind me why I'm doing this again. Um, you know, exactly. and it's that. Exactly. So it's constantly working on your mindset and challenging yourself, isn't Definitely. it? And it's even, you know, it's even the simple things, you know, I think it's a... Um, it's kind of reminded me even a little bit of that, you know, like um, like the angry chimp, like the chimp on your yeah. shoulder. And it's just like, you, I think that's one thing that you become so conscious of when you start looking at the mindset stuff is like, you've just got to think about your reaction to something. And it's almost like, it's so easy in the heat of the moment or whatever it is that's going on or whatever it is that's just happened to just react because, because that's like your emotional self and you're just like, and then that, that, that can do damage in loads of ways, but I think actually it does a lot of damage to yourself, you know, like, because it's, it's almost like knocking your, knocking your confidence with yourself that you're able to commit and to achieve something. So yeah. I think it's just like being so conscious of that, that, that like, like you say, that is a, that is a totally natural reaction that a lot of people can't really, can't really help. And, yeah. but I think it's just being able to start almost like catching yourself in the moment of maybe doing that and like one thing we're you know it's like probably a lot of people it's like you never make like a rash decision on something if it's just happened like it's quite good to even just take a bit of time out to think right what actually happened there what are the things we can do to change it and it's almost like trying to take the learnings from stuff and and just reacting differently um to just that comes down to self-awareness doesn't it really totally. it comes mm-hmm. you're understanding yourself being aware that your mindset is going to drive a lot of your decision making um Definitely. and you know whether or not you're you are making those decisions based on emotions or logical yeah. thought and i think the whole chimp paradox has has a lot of um lessons we can take from that that if, if people haven't already aren't aware of it i think it's dr steve peters isn't it um his his book uh on the chimp paradox is well worth a read around that sort of emotional management side and and it is self-awareness and sometimes just understanding where you're at in the moment and sometimes we need to let the chimp smash the cage about and and have a rant and and just just sort of contain that let it happen let it blow off the steam until it starts to run out of energy sit quietly in the corner and then you can get back to you know let let, let strategize logical thought you know what what are my next steps from here um so yeah you've got to give yourself a break i think sometimes but it's it's just that having that level of self-awareness but it's all got to come from the same place which is this idea that 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 there are opportunities out there i just have to find them and create them yeah exactly and just just be open be open to that definitely and it's you know like like i said lockdown has taught us a huge amount um you know we we've all had to adapt we've all had to change our day-to-day sort of behaviors and practices you know, immeasurably over the last year or two. And I'm sure we'll be seeing the impact of that for a long time to come. But, and we talk, and, and you hear in the media, the fact that the the impact that this is having on the property market is unprecedented. It's yeah. not unprecedented. The causes, the things that have caused it are pretty unprecedented. But actually, 
you know, the property market follows fairly predictable cycles over exactly. a long period of time. And it also responds to, um, you know, some of these changes in relatively predictable ways. And there are always opportunities within every, um, whether we're in a, you know, when we're in a buyer's market, a seller's market, whether we're in a slump, Definitely. whether we're in a boom market, there's always opportunities. It's just having having that belief that that's true. Yeah. That is yeah. true. There are opportunities. And therefore, am I going to be, am I going to choose to be one of those people that is proactively going out and creating opportunities within the market? Because otherwise, there's always a reason not to do it. You know, now it's COVID, the pandemic. Two years ago, it's Brexit. Oh, Two years ago, before that, it was something else. There's, there's always a reason not to invest, not to start, yeah. not to scale. Definitely. But the reality is if you let that get in your way, then you're never going to move forwards. Exactly. And I think that's, I think that's one of the things, like I think about even just being like probably more connected now than ever is I think you do have to really carefully monitor like what stuff you're actually taking in, you know, how much of the news and all that kind of stuff and the kind of negative side of things you're listening to. Mm. And I think it's just so important to just, um, you know, almost obviously, you know, read the stuff that's useful, keep an eye on the market, all those things. But it's like anything that's just, you know, the gossip and the headlines and all that kind of stuff, I, I tend to just try to just shut them out yeah. and just focus on what we're doing because, you know, nothing has really changed for us as investors. We're not we're not going and trying to buy the, you, you know, the properties that are going ridiculous over home report because it's like walking condition for some, you know, first time buyers or whatever it may be. Yeah. We're still trying to buy stuff that needs work. That's like our model's not really changed. And like, yeah, you might adapt because I mean, we, even even we've changed, you know, in terms of like the strategy that we're looking at, um, you know, looking at more of the service accommodation stuff. But it's not really changed in the underlying principles, and that's not going to change. You know, there's still going to be um, distressed properties out there. Probably, you know, there's probably so many now on the kind of underneath the surface actually because. Yeah. You know, there's been so many different restrictions in and people have, you know, been kind of protected, I guess, during COVID and all that. But there's so much bubbling underneath the surface. I yeah. think this is actually like if you really look at it and if you're, you know, proactively out there and making contact with the community, there's probably so many opportunities. It's just you've got to, you know, it's like anything. It's like a lead, you know, you've got to do something and then it might not be right now you might need to leaflet someday like eight times before they've actually even just got the courage to phone someone up and say, well, do you know what? We're in a bit of a hole, like the place is a bit of a mess. What can you do to help? And it's like, it's then you, you know, it's, it's almost like saying, so our, our criteria hasn't changed, but it's saying like, well, what can you be doing? And I think that's where people, you know, I've seen so many people doing even things like assisted sales and stuff recently, yeah. which you're just, you, you see, which I never really used to hear of, like um, maybe even a few years ago, but you're hearing mm. about it so much more now. And it's like, um there's it's just you've got to just position yourself you know and you've just got to like think about things a bit like you say think about things yeah. a bit differently and not um not getting too bogged down in the fact that there's nothing there i think there's probably yeah. more there than ever it's just yeah. maybe it's not you know yeah. in the mainstream news <laughs> yeah no i completely agree well i think we've laid down a bit of a gauntlet there for people um <laughs> a bit of a challenge to um you know like i said we we, we all we all go through it we all have you know, times when, um, you know, that, that sort of that scarcity mindset, you know, kicks in. So, 
you know, hopefully people have found this inspiring and relatable um, and can therefore sort of challenge themselves to, you know, just self-check, self-challenge. Am I, am I looking at this with abundance mentality? Are there opportunities here that other people aren't seeing that I can either uncover or, or create for myself? So hopefully people have found that useful. Um, Michelle, thank you. As always, great to chat to you. Great to get your input. <laughs> I will leave you to get back to the setup of your uh, of your service thank department. You. <laughs> and I will speak to you soon. Brilliant. Nice chat. Take Mark. care. Thank you so much for listening. I hope we've given you pause for thought about how you can foster a mindset in which the next great opportunity is just around the corner. To join a like-minded bunch of people sharing the wealth over on Facebook, why not head over and join the PWS community page, that's Property Wealth System community page on Facebook. Whether you are a seasoned investor or a complete newbie, this is the perfect place to network, learn and share. Please give this podcast a like and a follow wherever you get your podcast fix. And if you get a minute to leave us a short review on your podcast platform of choice, that will help make it easier for other people to discover the podcast too. Thanks again for listening and I will catch you on the next episode.